Welcome to the SDA Housing Podcast, brought to you by NDIS Property Australia. Before starting this episode, we need to provide a general disclaimer. Information contained in this podcast is general in nature only. It does not take into account the objectives, financial situation or needs of any particular person. You need to consider your financial situation and needs before making any decisions based on the information in this podcast. And you should consider seeking independent and professional advice for your personal circumstances. All right, let's begin. Hi guys, it's Matt uh, from the office today with Min, and we're just talking about getting prepared for investing in an NDIS property. So there's a lot of different things to think about when investing in an NDIS property. Uh, There's funds, finance, location, the strategy that you're using to invest with, uh, the upgrades that you might want for your house. Uh, whether you're going with existing land or a new release of land. But today, we're just focusing on funds and how the, how funds are important in getting ready to invest. Matt, um, capital is more the key word, I think. So the question that clients always ask us is, how do I start with a SDA property investment in the NDIS? And uh, we all know that without the cash and capital ready, and it's uh, difficult to get the pre-approval for finance to look at buying property. So it's important for us to talk about what is a um, the costs required for for this. I think the important thing is a good benchmark is a twenty percent deposit for a purchase. On top of the twenty percent deposit, you have stamp duty as well and other costs. So the question here is, what are the costs required for that? So let's use an example of a seven hundred thousand dollar purchase, for example, right, Matt? Yep. Uh, it's a round number. If you're doing a 20% deposit, which is an 80% LVR, there's no LMI, lender's mortgage insurance with that. So that's the benchmark we should aim for. You can get LVRs of 90% for N- for SDA lend- NDIS lending with your lender. And there are a few lenders, by the way, Matt, not many lenders out there. I mean, I know Westpac is now in the game. Yep. Okay. That's news to me. Bank of Queensland pulled out of uh, NDIS lending. Um. Bank of Australia is more owner-occupiers for SDA properties, and they're pulling in as well. Um, so it's a bit of a slow uptake for banks with NDIS lending. Now, there are other non-bank lenders out there like Mortgage Easy, Mortgage Mart, um, Granite Home Loans, which does lending yeah. here. And we normally tell our clients to go talk to those various different non-bank lenders. But on a $700,000 purchase price, for example, again, let's assume it's 200 grand land, 500 grand house, so 700 grand there. A 20% deposit would be about 140000 Yes. Stamp duty of about five grand on the land, I guess. Um, you need to have- Yeah, probably 150. Yeah, at least as a minimum. But there are other costs that should be taken, taken into consideration. And there's- those hard costs, which comes back to cash payments, and the other soft costs, which are included in the build prices of the packages. So, for example, if you had the fire sprinkler upgrade, that's costing you what again forty grand. That's added to the build costs. If you had um, variations to design of the house to include more accessible um, furniture, uh, well, that would be let me furniture back accessible. Accessible um, uh, changes to the design of the products, like the kitchen bench tops and and bathrooms and right hand rails and and automation as well. That that's part of the build cost, right? 
So those kind of variations there. And again, let's let's say it's let's say variation is about ten grand, for example, right? That's a soft cost added to the bill price. Uh, a sprinkler, fire sprinklers, for example, could be around about forty five grand, for example. And that's in some states, that's compulsory. Yeah. So in Western, I'm going off track here, but in Western Australia, two weeks ago, they imposed fire sprinklers as a requirement for Class Three residential disability homes, and that, that's taken some of our clients a bit uh, of a surprise. They've had to cancel their contracts because it's too too costly, and that was about fifty one to two grand fire sprinkler cost, with seven grand a year uh, ongoing costs as well. So variations, fire sprinklers, there costs added to the bill price, but Everything else really is on top of your deposit. So you mentioned 150 before, right, Matt? Yes. So on top of that, you need to have costs for interest payments of the construction loan or the, or the block of land during construction. So let's say about 20 grand there on the side. That's a buffer. Um, provider fees to, to engage a provider to procure tenants, participants for the house. Let's say roughly 20 grand there. Yeah, probably about 20 grand. Yep. A furniture package. How much for the furniture package? 15, 15K. Yeah, 15K. Um, so white goods. Um, TVs, beds, uh, fridge, washing machine, that kind of stuff. So 15 and 20 grand there. Um, and then stamp duty of about five grand on the block of land. So they're the costs there. So you're 150 already, and then the plus the 20, the 20 for the interest cost, 20 for the provider, 15, 20 for the furniture, 5K for the stamp duty. But there's one other cost that, has, that people don't realize, that forget about, that is the potential shortfall valuation. So I remember a year ago in the SDA, in the SDA market for lending, the, you know, expecting a hundred to two hundred grand shortfall valuation was quite common for NDS investment, but with the lenders being more um, acutely aware of the uh, income, the commercial income from these SDA properties, they've taken a commercial valuation approach, which which reduces the um, the shortfall valuation to 30, 40, 50 grand to maybe as high as hundred grand now. So again, let's assume assume fifty grand shortfall valuation right there, right? Yep. So we have one fifty plus that uh, 60, 70, So you're at one two hundred and man, and a fifty k shortfall valuation. So two fifty thousand dollars right there, just to buy a seven hundred thousand dollar property for SDA. Okay. Now, if the if the valuation was perfect, and there was zero shortfall, then we're looking at two hundred grand cash requirement. Yeah, but I feel like investors should still be aware of that in the case that it comes up. Because if you have a short valuation of hundred grand short, you gotta find a hundred grand short somewhere, cash. So, you know, that is pretty much what I wanted to cover with regards to the funds required. So for getting for getting prepared for investing in an SDA property, then you should aim for two fifty as a cash amount, just for a seven hundred grand purchase price. Which effectively, that's what's two fifty or seven hundred grand. That's about uh, a third, just at about thirty percent. So ideally, while from what I'm, I'm understanding, although you're looking at a twenty percent deposit, you should ideally be looking at around thirty percent, just to make sure you got your basis covered. Yeah. You know, and some investors they do want to future proof their property by spending more, like having a big sensory garden, having more automation in the house and all these changes cost money right and you can spend as much as you want right but it does cost money to have up front and ready now this is assuming a not an 80 percent lvr so 20 percent deposit there are one there's one or two lenders that do 90 percent lvr as well i think that covers it right 
Anything, anything more to talk about with regards to funds and capital? No, I think that's it. Um, obviously, we'll come back uh, and talk about other topics which are relevant to getting prepared to invest in an NDIS property. So we will touch on other topics. But I think for funds, that generally, for most properties, that's what you need to consider yeah. as part of investing. Okay, I think that pretty much wraps up our podcast today in terms of getting prepared on the fund side of things. If you have any thoughts or any questions that you want answered in regards to getting prepared to invest in an SDA property, feel free to give us a call or contact us. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please make sure you are subscribed and following us so you can keep in the loop with all of our upcoming episodes. We would really appreciate it if you could leave us a five-star rating, a written review, and just share this podcast with those that could benefit. Until next time, catch you on the next episode.